Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Hey there, it's Album for the Day. I'm John E. This is Jay. And we were thinking about doing something a little different Mm -hmm. because we love America. Oh, that's right. And there's 50 states in this great land. And we're going to put our patriot pants on, and we're going to bring you a little bit from every state, because there's music in every state in this great land. And we're here for the whole ride. So we're going to go state by state, bringing you some of the best bands, some of the best albums that we've heard. Uh, We're going to bring it to you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Jose, can you see? (laughs) Here we go. Album for the day. Today brings you another state of the music day. We're in Utah, the Beehive State. The Beehive. Hmm. I wonder if it's from the haircut or the animal. The animal. (laughs) Um, They're also known as Land of the Saints, the Salt Lake State, the Desert State, which is translated from the Book of Mormon for honeybees. The land of Zion, the Mormon state, and land of the Mormons. Well, so clearly. I just want to establish right up front: if we refer to anybody as a Mormon, that is a term of respect. Absolutely, praise his name, praise whoever he is for you, for you, Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with the I ma- get confused in the yeah. story. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. just being honest. No, the ma- the magic underwear is the thing that confuses me. You sure that's not the Jehovah's Witnesses? No, that's definitely the Mormons. Oh, you're right. That yeah. was in that yeah. was in the musical. The Book, the Book of Mormon. That was in the musical. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, if it was in the Book of Mormon, it was in the musical too. <laughs> <laughs> Parker and Stone, man, they're just yeah. super smart. They are. They anyway, are. the Anyways. Beehive State. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, let's start with uh, the used from Orem. And In Love and Death from 2004. So the used are just really just wow, man. They've yeah. done so many different things. They've got kind of that ska. They they grabbed onto that wave. It, like, yeah, they had that pop punk uh, ska blend. Y- yeah, blend. And uh, kind of like Real Big Fish, but more punk. Hmm. More, I would say more emo than punk. So what you're saying is what I said with more tears. With a lot of black tears. Just dark. Running mascara everywhere. (laughs) Mascara tears. That's it. Mascara tears. Running a river in Orem with the mascara tears. Yeah, yeah. yeah, The self-titled album was the was the one that I gravitated towards with them. They're they're like either way. They're very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Worth a checkout for sure. Yeah. Also worth a checkout is uh, Lindsey Sterling. Oh yeah, from originally born in Santa Ana, but she's also kind of from Provo and went to BYU. Yeah. Um, I chose Brave Enough from 2016. Yeah, that's a good one. She's got four different vinyl versions of it, which is cool. And you know, we celebrate that kind of stuff. Yeah, when you have four different versions. 
it's like and it, you're not Taylor Swift. It's yeah, super impressive. It is. Man. It's cool. It's very cool. It also means you're selling records at your shows. Sure. And you're like, you know, you're con- and that yeah. your fan base is captivated. Yeah, yeah, and that's cool. That's very cool. Very engaged in what you're doing. I also picked uh, the piano guys. Oh, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome story. Uh, So, the piano guys are just a couple of dudes who, like, play piano. They're they're going through life as just regular guys. But when they hit... <coughs> Lee Greenwood. Oh yeah. So when that when they hit, um, basically they get a record deal because. So the way it all started is, guy owns a piano store, decides to make a video. Somebody else sees it, and was like, "Oh man, that's cool," but I've got a. Turn it up to 11 idea. YouTube idea. And um, so they made a video and it caught fire. And it was like, man, this is great. And, you know, all while this was lightly exploding, kind of, these guys kept their day jobs. And, you know, I mean, they're just normal people. And then all of a sudden it was just like, boom, whoa. They're like Utah, one of Utah's like cornerstones Biggest of music. Exports. Yeah, it's very it's very cool to see people um, who didn't have an intention of being popular become famous because of social media, because of music, because of people recognizing talent, and the piano guys. And the fact of the matter is, dude, when you look at stuff like that, and we don't really celebrate people that that got big on the internet, mm-hmm. because I don't know about you, but I don't necessarily include the internet as one of the facets of becoming a successful musician. Yeah, no, it's not to me, but well, you know, it, but it's a it's a growing thing. It. It kind of is now. Yeah. I've been resistant, man, but it kind of is now. Yeah. And to see somebody that, like you said, just absolutely didn't intend on that, but being able to maximize that, being able to lose your day job, being able to do what you actually, actually want to do, actually care about, yep. that's magnificent. Uh, so I think we need to talk about the big, the big one, the big one from Utah, Imagine Dragons. Um, they're by far, in my opinion, the biggest act out of Utah. Absolutely. Um, I picked the album Night Visions um, from 2012, and and they are from Provo. They. They have several albums now. 
It's honestly very difficult to choose because yeah. each one of them is very different yeah. from the others. They've taken you on a number of different journeys. Yeah. Um, they're, and they're this kind because of like they've been on a journey. Yeah. And they want to reflect that with you. I mean, they even have songs where they talk about, you know, oh, you, you know, you were the person that was giving me crap in high school, and now you're the person that nosebleed seats and all this whatever. And it's like they, I mean, their journey is through their music, and they talk about it very openly. Um, they're also very supportive of. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline inclusion and I would say that I watched this documentary off the top of my head I can't think of the name of it but it was about Dan I believe is the lead singer's name Mm -hmm. and Dan and the guy from Neon Trees oh yeah put on a festival in Utah for inclusion of, you know, alternate gender, lifestyle, you know, all the letters. I'll just say that. All the letters. (laughs) LGBTQ plus community. All of it. And it was a raging success. Yeah. Good for them. And Utah, not exactly the place known for that type of Known for tolerance. Yeah, man. Uh, that's not something necessarily usually tolerated there. And, you know, they did get a lot of backlash and it wasn't the prettiest thing, but it did end up going on. And I support people rebelling against the system. It's totally punk rock within the system. That's punk rock. That is the greatest thing you could ever do. Especially doing it with the best way that you know how to with just through your art. Pay attention to the rules, follow their rules, and you can play. Yeah, and you can do whatever you can Yep. to stick it to the man. Oh, talk (laughs) about night visions. Yeah. Well, Neon Trees also. Yep. Habits from yep. 2010. Habits, definitely. New wave pop kind of band. So um, did you hear where the name came from? I did not. I was very interested in the name because it was such a cool like vision of like Neon Trees. Like you're sitting there thinking of like, okay, so you're in Utah. Is it a uh, desert experience? Is it a, like, like, is there some sort of magical something about trees that, like, like, what exactly is it about the neon trees? I love how you just painted this amazing picture of what it could be. (laughs) So, uh, the members... At the time, so they first started playing under the name Neon Trees in late 2005. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. with Tyler Glenn, Chris Allen, and Mike Leakty, Jason Gibbons, and Nathan Evans. The band's name originates from the lighted trees on the In-N-Out Burger signs, <laughs> which inspired Tyler Glenn. In a strange coincidence, it was later learned that Brandon Campbell's father, Steve Campbell, installed the exact neon trees in the in and out that inspired him while working for a sign company out of Las Vegas. Well, there it is. In and out. In and out. And Little da- of the old in out, in and out. Well, and daddy's work, you know, like you're kind of throwing a shout out to your own dad of like the job that he did raising you. Oh, the he whole didn't even thing. know. Well, he didn't. Well, but... That's that's the beauty of it, isn't it? That's the beauty of it is that he was inspired by his father's work, you know, without him even knowing. Like that's that's the cool part about that story. Sounds like habits you want to form. Mm. I feel like there's a sequel in the making there. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of sequels, um, Brandon Flowers. Brandon Flowers. Uh, so obviously everybody knows Brandon Flowers from the Killers, but a lot of people don't know that Brandon Flowers has several uh, solo albums. The um, first of which, the Flamingo. Um, I think it was just called Flamingo. Is it just Flamingo? He's not being specific to one. We're not t- looking at you, the Ohio State. <laughs> God <laughs> it's knows. That, it's that flamingo. It's the flamingo. Oh, how I hate <laughs> Ohio we're State. In, we're all right. We're in Utah, Urban. Oh, God. <laughs> urban, stay away. Stay away, stay away Urban. Stay away from Florida, too. You were bad oh, there, too. Oh, gosh. But anyways, so Brandon Flowers, his album, uh, Flamingo, freaking, It's amazing. Uh, all three of his solo albums are really special, but Flamingo is my favorite song from Flamingo is Jilted Lovers and Broken Hearts. Yeah. It sounds just like something he wrote during Sam's Town. Yep. And I don't give a crap what anybody says about Hot Fuss. I don't know why they think that's so much better than Sam's Town. Sam's Town is fantastic. They're both great, and it's just they it's are. just when you when you heard it the first time. That's exactly what it is. Well, that's how a good old point. are you? How old are you? That's that's that's, yeah, that's yeah. just nasty. Yeah, that's that's the definition. That's a hot fuss, right? Yeah, that there. is a hot fuss. But, I don't know. I like Sam's Town. Yeah, that song reminded me a lot of Sam's Town. I really like Flamingo. I yeah, it's go check it for sure. So the Moth and the Flame, oh, also yeah. from Provo, yep. their 2011 uh, self-titled project. So one thing that uh, I discovered about them was Provo is a college town, BYU, mm-hmm. and they had this total lo-fi idea to do anthropomorphic art, mm-hmm. which is... Super large, very something, large. yes, like unable to be missed. Mm-hmm. And they would go stash something somewhere, super public, to announce that they were about to have a show. 
which is unbelievably awesome. We're not going to do posters. No. We're, did you see that thing over on Jackson did, Street? Did you see the unbelievably huge <laughs> piece of artwork that we created? Like, how could you not, dude? Yeah, that's we're amazing. doing a show. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And what a great way to get into an art community in a place that's not exactly known for acceptance, Being especially art of artists. Line. You know, like the people that you want, the people that look at that and go, whoa, the people that you want at your show, you know how to captivate your audience and you know how to grow your base in a place that is very, you know, Mormon. Speaking of things that are super Mormon, uh, Salt Lake City also brought us Chelsea Grin. Mm-hmm. If you like something a little crunchy, uh, I chose their 2011 album, My Damn Nation. Mm-hmm. That's one word. They're not saying My Damn Nation. Nation. Uh, although that is an interesting perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It, it would be more interesting if they came up with it. <laughs> uh, did we talk about, I don't know how, but you found me. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. So, of course, I don't know how, but you found me is one word. And and they (laughs) I don't know, but you found me. Well, no, there's no exclamation mark at the end of it. So there's no shouting. But they did name themselves after the quote from Marty and Doc Brown Mm -hmm. in Back to the Future. Mm -hmm. Uh, I chose their 2020 album, Razzmatazz, spelled just like the liqueur. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they started in Verona, Missouri, and then moved to Clearfield. And were like, oh, this is too small. I moved to Salt Lake City. Seems like a city. great. It seems like a great move. I don't know how. I don't know how, but they. How, but they found me. <laughs> thanks, Marty. Uh, thanks, Doc. Yep. Uh, Cascade. Yep. Cascade. If you like dance music, uh, yeah, he's actually born out. in Chicago, but he's been in Provo and Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. I chose Strobe Light Seduction, which does the name not say it all? It does. From 2008, uh, he's done stuff with Dead Mouse. He actually just came out with a new project called KX5 this year, and it's pretty sick. Hmm. Did we talk about the Osmonds? We did not. The you Osmonds, can't talk about Utah and not talk about the Osmonds. Yeah, it's uh, Donnie and Marie. And, from Ogden. And their whole family. The whole really, the family. whole stinking family. Talk about the Jacksons, but but the proud the western the West. proud one is the album that uh, that I picked. But basically, you pick any Christmas album, 
You could pick, uh, yeah. I picked 1972's Crazy Horses. Yeah. Where they started playing more crunchy rock, and I saw it described as metal, and I had to read it again. <laughs> metal. But well, the Osmonds. They're like, a, they're like a disco band at best. It's easy. You got to listen to Crazy Horses, I'm man. going to. I, I mean, will. I will. Seriously. I will. Yeah. Um, Shadaisy from Magna. Uh, kind of stormed the country scene right at the end of the 90s. Um, very interesting. The whole shebang, playing off the she thing again, and mm. wordplay. Good times. I still don't think we've talked about the biggest song ever out of Utah. What song was that? From Lee Harlan. When you Lee wish from upon Salt a star, Lake City, composer, songwriter from Pinocchio, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I mean, so they called Jerry West the logo yeah. because the NBA logo is a silhouette of, of Jerry, Jerry West. West. Mm-hmm. So Lee Harlan is literally the logo and the song for of Disney. Walt Disney Company. That whole boo-wee-oo-woo. Yeah, that's That's Lee an interpolation Harlan. of When You Wish Upon a Star. The yeah. older one from like the 90s or whatever started out like Yep. Yep. Which is right there, man. Yep. And... Yeah. He wrote Hi Ho. Oh, yeah. Uh, Every, uh, uh, everything from Snow White. Yep. That That's was your awesome. Boy. That's yeah, your boy. He was there. Yeah. Speaking of people that were awesome and underappreciated, Hugh McDonald. Oh, from, oh, yeah. Originally from Philly. He lives in Hoytsville. He's lived in Utah for a super, super long time. Uh, he plays the bass. He played the bass, in fact, on the original recording of Runaway by Bon Jovi. And when that was good enough to get him a record deal, John put a band around him to continue that didn't include Hugh. Interestingly enough, Alex John Such left the band 10 years later, Mm -hmm. and they were like, hey, Hugh, do you want to play the bass? So he did. Uh, Yes, of course. Of course I do. I want to play in your rock and roll band. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) That I played in in the very beginning. (laughs) You yeah. act like I was a runaway or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like uh, it. So he played from 94 and was finally made an official band member in 2016. 2016. That's 22 years later. 22. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And so a couple of years after that, when the Rock and Roll Hall hit up, John and was like, yeah, we want to put the band in, you and Richie and Tico and... And who else? Uh, Alex John Such. And he was like, yeah, cool, awesome. And then he called him back and was like, you didn't say anything about Hugh. And they were like, yeah. And he was like, you're putting Hugh in too. Oh, yeah. And so I read an interview and Hugh was so moved. I, I can't imagine not making a big deal out of that for 22 years. I know that you share that sentiment. I cannot imagine. Can't even imagine that. They that. did not 
include him in all band activities and all that, whatever. Pictures. For twenty two years. He wasn't necessarily years. in interviews. But for twenty years? Twenty two. Twenty two years. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So anyway, he's in. Yeah. He's in. Hugh McDonald. Such a beast. Megan Dia from Draper. I chose two thousand six as something real. Yeah, our home is gone is one I picked, but it they're they're both they're, they're both decent. Yeah, they're, they're both good. Worth, yeah, they're both worth it. Sky Saxon from the Seeds is from Salt Lake City. Oh man, the unable seeds. to choose anything. Yeah. Yeah. Go listen to Nuggets, the box set. Yeah. If you want to check out some seeds, yeah, pretty sure they're on every single I disc. I think they're on every disc. Yeah, um, they're like the kind of psychedelic rock, um, like the American influence for psychedelic. Like in the early stages of psychedelic rock, uh, like pre, Tastes like candy, yeah, pre pre nineteen seventy when people were trying to figure out how to be garage bands, the Seeds were like the best garage band around. Um, we can't talk. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply about Utah and not talk about the Mormon Tabernacle Choir from Salt Lake City. Yeah. 1963's The Lord's Prayer yeah. was huge. Well, they've, they, they've this sold is, this so is, many th- records around the world. This is an Jay institution. It's an institution. It up, but I, we almost made a pretty substantial wager. Yeah. On the fact that the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, also known now as the... What was it? The Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square. That combined, they'd sold more records than Imagine Dragons. I still stand behind my statement. I don't know. It'd be hard to it's prove. It's from 1963. The problem is it's hard to prove because yeah. as we yeah. were talking about, and they're like just they burning CDs. Concerts <laughs> yeah, and dude. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, but nonetheless, a total icon in the music history of Utah oh, that oh. cannot be omitted. Yeah, no, you definitely can't. We also cannot omit the Backseat Lovers from Provo because mm-hmm. when we were friends from 2019, yep. I think we just told the whole story of them and don't need to talk about them anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally just said that. So anyway, um, uh, yeah. yeah, that's Utah in a nutshell. So, well, we also have Brendan Uri, oh, from Panic at the Disco. The band and, didn't start there, but he did. Yeah, that's right. And there's also another band, the Brobecks. Who is Dylan Weeks from Panic at the Disco? But that band was also started in Utah. So Panic at the Disco kind of got their start. People and still then, listen and, to the Brobecks. Yeah, I the, saw them come yeah, up a number of times. And they're very indie, very cool, very whatever. If you like Panic at the Disco, check out the Brobecks because I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. 
I agree. Yeah. They're one of those special things that people value in regional kind of oh, context. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we that that's our band. Mm-hmm. Okay. The uh, uh, this was uh, oh you're not even cool if you haven't heard if, oh you like Panic the Disco have you heard the Brobacks exactly <laughs> no but I got this signed Kenny Loggins record <laughs> <laughs> then All I'll right, give, I'll you, give four. you four <laughs> uh, last one I got man Fictionist from Provo yeah. Yep. I'm not even going to describe that. If you're interested in something strange and bizarre, check out Fictionist. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's it very well worth it. It is. Uh, the only other, the only person other I had. There's a singer songwriter, uh, Peter Brian Holt. Uh, he had the album Noel. Um, good dude. Definitely on the uh, Utah music circuit. Um, but uh, you know, album oh, for the day. Oh, I did have one more. Yeah. So contemporary, this will obviously be dated. I was just watching Saturday Night's Saturday Night Live with an extremely controversial sketch in it. Mm. And they went into a commercial, and I was like, wow, who is that chick playing the guitar? Oh, yeah, with the big Gretsch. Yeah, huge, yeah, yeah. yeah. I couldn't tell if it was a hollow body or not, but it was a beast (laughs) of a guitar, at least as big as she was. Yeah. Uh, turns out that's Maddie Rice from Salt Lake City. She plays the guitar, and she's been in the SNL band since 2020. Yeah, that's awesome. We talked about uh, G.E. Smith in another episode, yeah. and uh, the saxophone player was another guy that we talked his about. His name was Hugh as well. Yeah. Uh, anyways, anyways. Uh, so I'm for the day. Uh, today we are coming from the Beehive State of Utah. Um, I still don't, that's still weird to me. Uh, I want to call it Salt Lake State, but that also sounds weird. I don't know. That's also relevant and factual. Yeah. But so the bottom line is, and I alluded to it in the list of nicknames. Yeah. For you to understand why it's the Beehive State. Yeah, you got to look it up. You got to get into the Book of Mormon. (laughs) Now, is that something you're prepared to do? I'm ready. I'm doing it. I'll have a full report next week. Diving into the desert. Jay Elkins. I'll have a report next week. (laughs) Uh, Be sure to follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at album, the number four of the day. Uh, if you think we're just stupid and want to tell us that, just email us at albumfortheday at uh, gmail.com. Uh, yeah, if we left anybody out that you love, let us know. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Jay, you're glowing. <laughs> it's like you're... I'm pregnant. Radioactive! 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 Oh, that's good. I didn't know where you were going with that. I'm glad I'm not pregnant. (laughs) Stop drinking. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woo-hoo!